So where does 2021 rank for global temperatures? That's our text to nation. I'm Fred Fishkin, and joining us from NASA is climate scientist Leslie Ott. Thank you for taking the time with us, Leslie. Thank you so much for having us. Well, 2021 was an eventful year when it comes to climate. Uh, NASA and the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration have just released the global temperature data for the year. What does it show? So 2021 came in basically tied with 2018 as the sixth warmest year on record. Um, but, you know, more than those year-by-year -year rankings, what's really striking to, to scientists like me is that the, the past eight years have been the eight warmest years on record going back over 150 years. So this dramatic, you know, period of warming that we're seeing across the planet continues and 2021 is more evidence of that. How did it play out with the number of disasters and extreme weather events, droughts, fires? It seemed like there were tornadoes in places at different times of year that we haven't seen before. Yeah, and that was a really that's a that's a really disturbing feature, right? That some of the recent tornado activity the, the, that can be related to, to uh, very severe thunderstorms. That's certainly something of concern. You know, unfortunately, 2021 was a really eventful weather year for disasters. You know, that continues something we've seen over the past several years. And you know, those are manifesting in, in different ways in different parts of the country. So, you know, for example, in the western US, we worry a lot about water resources, drought, and, and the fact that, you know, very dry conditions can lead to intense fires. Um, in, the, in the southeastern United States, we, we worry about tropical storms and, you know, some of the increased um, storm surge we can see from, from sea level rise. Um, so those are some of the ways that, that um, you know, extremes are being fueled by this excess heat in the, in the Earth system. As you mentioned, we've also seen some, some really unusual events recently, like these very extreme, large, organized thunderstorms, which have on tornadoes. And, you know, that's, again, another type of concern that we're seeing, you know, more tornadoes later into the year. Um, these are all ways that climate change and its effects can, can manifest in our local communities. And of course, that means they, they have a, they can have a terrible impact on, on so many lives. Absolutely. Now, the work continues to collect more and better data with new and, and better satellites. Tell us what's going on. Yeah, you know, we have a couple of new satellites that we're really, really excited about. One is, is called Landsat 9, and it's called Landsat 9 because it's the ninth in this series of satellites that goes back all the way 50 years, right? So some of the earliest Earth-observing satellites were in this series. Why that's important is because that long record of data from Landsat helps us monitor the changes in urban areas, changes in vegetation. We're, we're making those data better all the time, but by having that continuity, we can actually track how the planet's changing from space over these long time periods. We're also working with, with NOAA um, to improve you know, weather satellites so that they, those kinds of weather satellites can actually do more than tell us about extreme storms. They can tell us about fires. They can tell us about air pollution. They can help us really monitor and predict the effects of, of extremes in, in our daily lives. And so those are just a couple examples of the way that, that satellites are really helping us contextualize all these changes. Now, based on the, this past year and the years before that, uh, what can we expect for this year? I guess predicting is a little more difficult sometimes than looking back. Right. What can we expect? 
Well, it's always hard to say exactly on these, you know, on these lists, where exactly is it going to be the fifth year or the first year? But what we can tell you is we think there's very high likelihood this is going to be another warm year because we know that warming is driven by greenhouse gas emissions that are that are trapping extra heat near the surface, right? So, you know, that that statistic of eight warmest years on, on record have been the past eight years. You know, we think that trend is likely to continue. We're con going to continue to see, um, you know, more warming. And we expect that to continue to fuel some of the kinds of extremes um, that we're seeing in, across the country, unfortunately. And it seems from reports now and then that uh, the impacts are, ha are happening faster than was earlier predicted, that things are kind of snowballing. Maybe that's a poor choice of words, but, but what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's it's interesting. I think we're I think we're seeing um, a lot of effects. We're seeing these very dramatic um, high impact events, and I think you know one we do know the frequency of many of those events is increasing. So that's absolutely borne out by the data. You can you can see in the records that that there's an intensification of things like fire seasons. There's uh, you know more costly damage from from tropical storms, and I think also we're becoming more aware of how these events are connected to each other, connected to climate change. And so I think there's um, also just, just a greater interest in the public. There's more, I hope more coverage and more awareness of how these changes are happening. But, but certainly, you know, you're, you're right that you're seeing a trend that is borne out by lots of, of different kinds of data records. So it's not just temperature anymore. We're looking at fire records. We're looking at snowpack records. We're seeing these changes really across the earth system. And um, that's one of the reasons why we're so concerned about this. Oh, certainly a, lo a lot of concern. What are the chief things that maybe keep you up at night? It's causing a lot of us uh, to lose some sleep now and then. I, you know, right now, gosh, there's there's so many things, but I, I will say one of the things I worry about is is water in the Western United States. Uh, my, my brother lives in Nevada, and one of the things that really hit home for me is he was telling me that that he doesn't, he and his wife don't like to leave my nephew alone at home, not because he's not old enough or not responsible enough, but because they're concerned if there was a fire in their area, how would he deal with that as a, as a middle school child? And, you know, when I hear things like that, the way that fires are affecting people's daily lives, even within my own family, that's really devastating to think that every time my brother leaves the house, he's got in the back of his mind, you know, what could that mean for my family? What, what kind of devastating event could be there? So even though he's, he's been lucky to avoid some of the most devastating consequences, you know, it's, a, it's having a really dramatic effect uh, right now, you know, all across the Western states. And, you know, that's, that is one of the things that, you know, I think a lot about and that we're working very hard to, to try to help. Where is the best place for people to go to get more information, uh, good information about all of this? Because there's so much out there that can be good or, or not good. Yeah, we, we always encourage, there's so much great information coming from NASA and we, we encourage everybody to learn more. There's a lot of great information on our website. So you can check us out on the web uh, at nasa.gov earth or on social media at NASA Earth. You'll find lots of great resources there. Leslie Ott, thank you so much for taking the time with us. Thank you for having me. Now this. It takes a lot of listening to build a better radio, and that's just what the folks at Sea Crane have done. Bob Crane and his crew, nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, have made a habit of listening to their customers. And that's just what they've done in building the CC Skywave SSB, the Swiss Army knife of portable radios. For everyday listening to AM or FM in the yard or patio or on the nightstand, 
Without having to drain a mobile phone battery, it's a great companion. But it is also a companion equipped for NOAA weather information and alerts that can be life-saving. You can listen to FEMA and Coast Guard transmissions too. Beyond all of that, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. It's compact, easy to take with you, and built to last. The CC SkyWave SSB. Click on the link at textonation.com.